chapter 3, Proverbs chapter 3. It's actually, uh, you know, a lot of times you'll ask people what their favorite verses are. And uh, I was, thought it was kind of hard to narrow that down, but um, a lot of people will give this passage uh, right here uh, from Proverbs chapter 3. It is a, uh, it's a very popular passage, and the reason why, you know, many times when, when, um, uh, when a lot of people say, well, that's kind of my life's verse, that's my favorite verse, the reason why is because it resonates with them. It, it helps them a lot. And, uh, and when you have passages like that, sometimes it's good to, to revisit them, you know, because it's the familiar passages sometimes that tend to slip by us a little bit, right? Like f- with familiarity, you kind of start getting the feeling, well, I, I've, I've heard that and I know all about that. But, but sometimes we go a long time and we start forgetting what it was that was so special about that passage that we know so well. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and I think this is kind of one of these passages here, so take a fresh look at it today, and uh, it really encouraged me, it helped me, and so I believe it'll help you um, as well. And uh, really, the, the passage is, in my mind, it's a lot about growth, and uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, often, I guess I'd say, I, I, I say to my wife, you know, uh, really encourage such and such person from our church, it, it seems like they're, they're really growing right now. And... And what we're really saying, you know, when, when, we, when we discuss that is that that person is evident that they're in God's word and they're taking the God's word to heart, right? They're letting, they're letting God's word have effect in their life. I think that's what we're really saying there. Um, and, and so uh, growth is so important to stay, you know, to, to, to keep growing. As long as we're here and we have you know, time to serve the Lord, he's going to have us in that continuous uh, growth uh, process. And you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, what is God's will for my life? Well, sometimes it's hard to, to see the specifics, you know, of the future, what God's will is, is, gonna, is going to be. But God's will for everybody today is to listen to his word and to see what God has for us today from his word and to respond to that, um, it's really a heart. It's a heart for, for, for growing. One person put it this way, and I, I found this helpful. You'll grow as much as you want to grow. You know why? Because it has to do with your heart. You say, well, isn't it I'll grow as much as God wants me to grow? Yes, if, you're, if your heart is in the right place. If your heart is to respond to what God is doing in your, in your life, then you'll grow as fast as what God wants you to grow. But if God is doing a work, and in our heart we're resisting that, then, then no, it's, it's, I mean, it's going to stunt our growth. That, that's just the fact of the matter. And uh, so I, I believe this. If you're, here, if you're here this morning, you have some interest in this. You have some interest in, in, in God and what he has to tell you. If not, you would have done something else this morning. And so that gives me a great head start right there because, you know, as a preacher, I mean, obviously, uh, you're thinking, okay, you want this to reach people's heart. You want this to be helpful to, to individuals. And, uh, and, and so if you know somebody is here, I would assume, volitionally, right, nobody forced you to be here today, uh, it's because at some level you're thinking, I want to hear from God. And I want to 
I want to not only hear what he has to say, but I want to, I want to heed uh, what he says um, as well. And so with that in mind, uh, let's just read the passage here and these verses, and, uh, and we'll have a word of prayer uh, together. But we're in uh, Proverbs chapter 3, and it's uh, verses 5 and 6 that are so familiar to us. Let's read them together, uh, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Together, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Lord, what, a, what an awesome challenge and promise that these verses give us. Lord, thank you that you have such an interest in our lives that you're concerned about our whole life and everything that entails and, and, and how that can in some way be used for your glory and even maybe point others to you as well. What wonderful truths that give us such purpose and meaning, Lord. I pray that you'd help us to, um, to see these truths clearly, that you'd build on these uh, thoughts from these verses in a way which we get the sense thereof and in which we could respond with heartfelt love and obedience. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if I ask you, uh, you know, before I gave the introduction, which kind of gave a lot of it away, but what is the best way for people to grow in the Lord? And believe it or not, there are different approaches. I mean, it seems pretty clear from the Bible, but there are different approaches to this. Um, some churches or religious institutions feel like the best way for people to grow is to legislate things in their life. You know, to, to, to uh, through uh, sort of a pressure and maybe even a certain level of coercion, you know, to legislate that people do right. And, and if you're going to be a part of this church, you know, we're kind of going to micromanage your life so that we make sure that you're doing right. Well, I don't believe that's a good formula for people to grow personally. I think that's a, a good a formula for people just adhering to something maybe for a while and, uh, you know, falling in line, as it were. But is that really going to hold water, you know, uh, down the road? Is that, is that really growth that's going to strengthen an individual so that no matter where they are, whether the, they're under the watchful eye of the institution or not, <laughs> that they're going to, you know, that they're going to uh, uh, um, adhere to these things? If they're important enough for us to do then I believe that the Holy Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, can work personally in people's lives to bring them to a, a, a heartfelt response uh, to the truth of God's Word. And uh, it is a big book, and there's a lot in it. Uh, but, you know, uh, that's why we encourage people, have a plan for being in God's Word personally. There's nothing, ultimately, that's going to substitute for that. Preaching's great, and, and it, is, it is part of, of the formula. But, you know, if, if you just come on Sundays and have somebody, you know, uh, um, have a kind of a prepared meal for you in, in that regard, that's a meal on Sunday. One meal on Sunday isn't meant to sustain you all week long, necessarily. Um, it's really that, that, that meal is, is prepared, really, uh, for you to savor that and gain an appetite for having a meal like that every day as you go to God's Word. Um, and, uh, and so we're talking about growth, and, you know, uh, different methods have been used. I mean, guilt trips and manipulations, demands, um, uh, badgering, pressure. And I do, do believe that positive, uh, I don't know if i call it peer pressure, but positive modeling and influence um, being a, a, a good uh, uh, representation of, of Christ in your life can be helpful to others. 
But you know, Paul said, hey, look, follow me as I follow Christ. In other words, I hope you see in me a desire to follow the Lord. And if I can help you a little bit in that, that's great. Follow me at that level. But ultimately, I want you to be a follower of Jesus Christ as well. And uh, I think that, uh, that, uh, that uh, a, a, a pastor, you know, that really is what the Lord has to bring more and more into your heart. Have that be the heart for, for each individual is, look, hey, I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you to the good life. And you know what that is? It's following Jesus Christ. It's having your heart fully towards him. And, uh, and so this is a key passage uh, here, and there's a, there's a number of, of words, I guess, and concepts that I'll bring out of uh, the passage uh, here, just uh, for us to reference along the way. But the, and the first thing is, is believing, is believing. It says there, trust in the Lord. And the idea is that you can believe him. He's a truth teller. You can trust what he has to say. You don't have to doubt it at all. If he says it, it holds water. And, it's, and uh, um, so trust in the Lord. And it says there, trust in the Lord, how? With all your heart. Don't trust him half-heartedly. Don't say, yeah, I mean, I, I trust God. I'm going to put one foot there, but, you know, I'm going to put my one foot over here just in case, you know, that's not true, you know. It's like the guy put his foot on the boat and on the dock, and then, you know, things there ended up being a separation between the two, and that wasn't a good scenario. Um, and so, no, it's like we can fully trust God wholeheartedly. Trust in the Lord. What does it say? With all your heart. You know, if you want to turn your heart towards a truth teller, make that the Lord. You can trust him. You can believe in him with all your heart. And the second term is, is uh, uh, bring uh, uh, there uh, that will help us maybe is leaning. And it is from the, from the passage. As we trust in the Lord uh, wholeheartedly, we can then lean on him fully. What's it say? Trust in the Lord, what? With all your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. You have to pick between the two a lot of times because, you know, human nature and the pride of man is to lean on our own understanding, our own interpretation. I think, well, I think, well, I believe, well, you know, that's great. I mean, all of us can say that about a lot of things and we can be all over the map with it. And uh, I guess on that level, you know, your opinion's as good as mine and mine's as good as yours. But Ultimately, what does God say, right? What does God say about that? And we're not going to know what God says so that I can say, I believe this because God says it, unless we see what he says. And if we're so busy saying, well, this is what I believe, what I say, then probably we're not going to be looking a whole lot on what God says. Is that fair? I think that's true. I think that's true. And so, you know, we are uh, we're, we're, we're quite an argumentative people, really. Um, <laughs> You know, and some people thrive on, on, uh, on, on arguments and forums in which they can contend and, and, and all that sort of thing. The Bible says contend for the faith. You know what that means? It means be convinced of what God says and say, I believe this because this is what God says. And this is what he's shown me. And it's not because I'm any better than anybody else. I'm not going to force anybody to do this. But can I just explain to you, you know, how good God has been to me to bring me this truth. And he's shown me how I can apply it. And it's good for me. It's good for me. And uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not un, uh, to thine own understanding. Don't put all your weight on your own reasoning, it's saying there. 
lean on, to put your weight on that. Because, you know, there's, there might come a time when, your, own, when your, your understanding of something collapses and then what's going to happen to you, right? It says, look, don't lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Learn to say, I'm not going to lean on anything fully until I'm convinced that that's from the Lord. I'm going I'm I'm to keep my options open uh, related to that. I'm, gonna, uh, you know, I'm not going to put all my weight on that until I know. And uh, you know, a lot of times we have, we have the situation figured out before we even bother to consult the Lord. And uh, so we talked about believing, we talked about leaning, and uh, we, uh, we can also think about perceiving. Because we need to perceive what the Lord has to say. It says there, in all thy ways, what? Acknowledge him. All right, so we're thinking, hey, look, I, you know, I think I know quite a bit, and I can lean on my own presuppositions and my understanding of things, and, and I think it's quite a bit more advanced than most people, and uh, I think I have a better handle on, on things than, 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 uh, than they do. Look, the Bible says don't lean on that. Instead, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Perceive, learn to perceive what God has to say about things. And... Uh, you know, that, that term acknowledge is an interesting term there because we might think of, on, on, you know, initially when we hear the term acknowledging somebody, just kind of give them a nod, you know, like I, uh, I, I give attention to the fact that you're here, you know. Um, I, I, I acknowledge that you, that, that you exist, basically. That's not what it's talking about here, okay. Let's say, uh, let's say we, we have deacons meetings from time to time. And uh, let's say that, um, you know, the deacons come in there, we're going uh, to discuss some things, uh, supposedly, but all I kind of do is just acknowledge their presence, and then I just go on to, you know, talk about everything that I want to do and what I think about, any, about everything. Have I really acknowledged them in the way that this is speaking of here? <laughs> now, the idea is not just to acknowledge that somebody exists, but it's consulting them. It's getting their mind on the issue. You see? And that's what it's speaking of here. It's not just saying, well, yeah, I believe in God. I believe he exists. Do you believe in God in the way in which you say from your heart, not only do I believe he exists, but I believe that he's personally interested in me, and I believe, like the book of wisdom here, which means doing things God's way, I believe that he has something to say about my life and, and, and how I go about my life. And he's a good God, he's a wise God, who created it all, designed it all, knows how it all fits together. And so I want to look to him. I want to look to him. I want to acknowledge him. I want to consult him. You know, as a pastor, um, sometimes people acknowledge me and, and, and consult me. Uh, they'll come and say, well, you know, pastor, what do you think about this? Or, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this right now. What do, you, what, what do you think about this? And, you know, sometimes people don't consult me. And nobody's obligated to consult me. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that when somebody consults me, you know, you know what I'm initially thinking? <laughs> if I'm going to give an answer here, I want to make sure I've acknowledged the Lord in this area first. Because if I'm just going to, you know, shoot from the hip and give them what I think about something when they've consulted me, it's probably not going to be worth a whole lot. But if I can say, okay, uh, yeah, Lord... I might even say, let me pray about this. Or, you know, if I can consult the Lord and I can bring them something that I believe is from the Lord that might be helpful to them there, draw them to a scripture or something the Lord has given to me in wisdom along the way, then that could be helpful. 
You know what I do a lot of times? I just got to be honest with you. I'll say, you know, I'll pray for you about that. But really, that's something you're going to have to pray through. And you're going to have to acknowledge the Lord in your life in that area. And, and he'll show you. He'll show you. In other words, you know, I, I, I want to be really careful that I'm not playing God in somebody's life. You know? But if I can be used of God, that's great. I mean, we are to represent him and, and help through the scriptures and in people's lives and through the wisdom that he's given us. And so I guess I'll just give you that commitment as a pastor. Look, if you, if you acknowledge me in an area, I'm going to try to do my best to, to have acknowledged God you know, along with you and help you with that. And if it's just an area where I look at and say, well, you know, I could give my opinion on that, but really that's something you've got to work through yourself. You've got to pray through that yourself. Then I'll, I'll say that, and a lot of times I do. So, look. For different people in our lives, you know, our, our, our parents may be a pastor, a youth leader, a, a friend that we're accountable to, whatever. We may consult them from time to time, and it may be very appropriate to do that. But you know what? It's always appropriate to acknowledge the Lord. In all your ways, it says, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And, uh, you know, that, that is what brings substance. That's what brings real growth. Um, when, I see, when I see people that, in our church that are acknowledging the Lord when, you know, through the messages and through things that they're learning, they're acknowledging him. They're saying, wow, that's a truth right there that God has given me, and I want to respond to that, and I want it from my heart to, 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 to love the Lord in that way. Oh, man, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing. That's so much better than me getting the feeling that somebody's doing something just because they're trying to please me. You know, like I could, uh, you know, and I do try to encourage people to come to the services or whatever. But if I'm just, you know, I get after somebody and I hassle them until they finally show up here for a while, you know, just to please me, it's, it's not going to do probably anything. <laughs> you know, they just came to, to please a person. But if they see the importance of coming and learning from God's word, growing together, teaming up for the gospel cause together, encouraging each other along the way, you know, worshiping God together. If they see, man, that, that can, that's like a vital part of my life. Then they take that to heart. You know what they've done? They've acknowledged God in a certain area of their life. On the first day of the week, you know, for as much as I can, for the situation God has given me, I want to I give some time to him in particular uh, there and join some other Christians who want to do the same. You know, I'm just giving that as an illustration uh, to you uh, there. And so... Um, acknowledging God in all of our ways. The Bible says this in James chapter 1. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, generously. God is generous. Now here's the thing. If any of you lack wisdom, it says. And the problem is that a lot of times we don't really feel like we're lacking in, in a whole lot of wisdom. You know? Um, again, we're leaning on our own understanding. And so what we've got to realize is, hey, look, you know, maybe I don't have this figured out. Whatever area of my life this is, you know, I'm going to acknowledge, okay, God, would you show me here? Would you teach me this? Would you help me to be soft-hearted towards you in this area in which you're drawing my attention right now? To be soft-hearted and to be teachable. And, man, when, when, when God gets somebody who's soft-hearted and teachable, he'll do the work. That's, that's moldable clay in the master potter's hand, you know, for his glory. 
And uh, instead of, you know, some, uh, some person, you know, just like banging away at it, you know, banging, you know, trying to, you know, and, uh, and you know, there's resistance there. There's, no, oh, I don't really want to. Okay, I'll conform, you know. I'll be this little piece of pottery that they want me to be for a while. Uh, but, you know, moldable soft clay in, in God's hands, that's when something is made for God's glory. And, uh, and that's an encouragement for all of us, you know, to, to, be, to be moldable um, in that regard. Because God promises that he will, he will be generous when we have that heart's attitude. Um, and, uh, and so, you, you, look, you go honestly and sincerely before God. And you say, wow, your word says that in all of my ways I can acknowledge you. Every area of my life. I'll give you an illustration as to how ample that is in just a moment here. But you go to him honestly and sincerely. Now, the thing of it is, when you go to a truth teller, you better be ready for the truth. A lot of people love the concept of the truth teller until the truth interrupts what they want to do, right? And all of a sudden, the truth teller isn't so popular anymore, right? And uh, so everyone loves the honest person until the honest person strikes a chord with truth that they're not ready to receive. And so we should have the attitude, Lord, with you, I'm ready to receive anything. Whatever it is you want to show me and ask of me, I'm willing uh, to, to receive that. And the Bible says, in all your ways. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, you don't have to be threatened by that. Because it's part of believing that God is good, and he's not going to take advantage of us. He's not going to ruin our lives. <laughs> you know, he's not going to do something that was just going to make us miserable. All right? He's going he's to work in a way that, that draws us closer to him, that helps us to be more like Jesus, uh, that, that helps us be a representative uh, to others and be helpful to others in a larger degree. It's, it's like, you know, you say, well, how, how much does this entail? Well, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10 is a chapter that talks about, you know, various disputed issues and, and uh, kind of uh, uh, questionable uh, things. And the Bible says this. This is a, it's another well-known verse. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever you do, do all, what? To the glory of God. Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God, even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. And so in other words, I'm always, I'm always remembering what it is that I'm made for. I'm always the, keeping the big picture view of what my identity is in Jesus Christ. And, and, and uh, this, is, this is what I am. I'm a servant of the Lord. I'm an ambassador of Christ. I want to be uh, wholehearted towards him. Um, and, uh, and, and it's like uh, the verse, trust, I want to trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not unto my own understanding. In all my ways acknowledge him. In all, every area of my life. And so if there's an area of your life, you know, you're wondering, okay, um, is God trying to teach me something here that could be more glorifying to him? Then we'd just be, we'd be tenderhearted towards that. We'd be sincere and honest as to what he's showing us. And if he shows us something that kind of, <laughs> humanly speaking, might have been, you know, a little uh, hard to swallow, well, God's good. You know, he's showing me something. It, 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 he wants to help me. And I'm, I'm resistant and, uh, you know, I'm a little hard-hearted, but I'm thankful that he continues to work with me, right? <laughs> and so... Um, in other words, it, it's not a matter of what I can justify or get by with. It's a matter of sincerely evaluating how I can do my best for the Lord and represent Him wholeheartedly. 
You see, we have the wrong approach many times. We want to we come up with an argument that justifies what I want to do instead of saying, I just want to be wholehearted to do whatever, whatever God wants to do. No, no strings attached. And, uh, and so then we can talk about his leading, his leading. It says, if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, what will he do? He will direct our paths. Instead of us willfully running into this situation, that situation, going this direction, that direction, making this decision, that decision, whatever the case may be, you know, I'm just directing my own paths, wherever that might lead, you know, haphazardly, according to my own thoughts. God said, wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be better if I directed your paths? Wherever that might lead, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the best? And this one life that you have to grow in me and to be directed by me? These are clear truths in the Bible. You see? And, uh, you know, God, God is already bringing specific application to you, and you're already thinking, man, <laughs> in all my ways, <laughs> even that way God's bringing to mind right now, and let's see, I, I, it's like I don't even have to do that. The Holy Spirit will do that, and, uh, and, you know, the truth is there for you to trust him in. And he will direct your paths. He will lead you. He, le he leads you, you know, Psalm 23, he leads you into good places, you know, green pastures, still waters. He, he leads you into safe places. And, uh, you know, it might not feel like it uh, sometimes. I mean, you might have to go through some dark valleys, you know, to get to some of those places at time. But just trust him and, and, and respond to his leading in your life. And you will receive as you heed. It says in verse 7, uh, be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. You say, well, you know, the Lord isn't really interested in specifics. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it's, 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 it's all about my heart. But, but look, the Bible does say we need to depart from some... We live in an evil world. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, what? but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so the world, the flesh, and the devil, they're going to try to hem you into their patterns. They're going to try to conform you to their mold. But God says, look, my way is the best. And have a change of mind about that. That you're not always just trying to feel as comfortable as you can in this world and still claim that you're from me, but instead try to be as, as much about me as I'm working in your life and still be in this world. And, uh, hey, look, you know, it does make for some pretty strange creatures in the, in, in the eyes of the world many times, doesn't it? All right, we do end up being a pretty peculiar people, I guess, in, in many ways. But, you know, it's okay. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. It's never a spirit of pride. It's never a spirit of self-righteousness. It's never a spirit of condemnation. It's a spirit of, I love Jesus, and I want to serve him with all my life, acknowledge him in all my ways, and let him direct my paths. I tell you what, whatever days he gives me on this sorry old world, there's no better way to go than that. And, uh, and so, you know, there is the other side of it as we, as we walk in the Lord. He loves that sort of relationship and directing um, our steps. Be not wise and, and you know, in eyes, fear the Lord, depart from evil. Leave that which will damage you and hurt you. And, uh, and that also keeps us from what I'll call the grieving. Ephesians 4.30 says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Because this is what happens. When the Holy Spirit very lovingly faithfully, gently in many ways. Sometimes we need it a little more forceful. Many times it's gentle. Sometimes it can't be or we won't get it. 
But when the Holy Spirit does his ministry, his gracious ministry, the spirit of grace he is called in the scriptures, then it's up to us how we respond to him. And you know, the Holy Spirit is grieved when we don't trust him. When he does a word to lead us and to convict us, to convince us, to give us truth, and we say, no, I just don't think that I'm going to really heed that. You know, that grieves him. It grieves him because it makes him sad because he knows that you've missed out on something. It is wonderful to have a growing church family, not just numerically, but when you see people that are growing because of these truths. And I'm so encouraged. It really takes the pressure off, you know, just to know that God is working in people's lives and that the whole key is your heart are responding to him. And that way when we look at, the, you know, we go through the scriptures, we get on certain truths, and some of them are kind of abrupt, and some of them are, are oh, man, you know, that's going to mean, that's a big difference in what the world is saying. You know, then I'll just be, well, you know, hey, we love, we love the Lord. Our heart is to serve him. If he says it, it's good. And, uh, and he'll continue to, to, to grow. And the, and the illustration, it is very helpful to think of the illustration of, of, of Jesus being the vine and we're the branches. And we abide in him. And he brings life into us, real life, good life, the life that brings forth fruit uh, uh, to his glory. And that ultimately is what, uh, what everybody needs to see uh, in, in our lives. And, uh, and so will you stay in that growth process? Will you stay in that growth process? Let's read the verses one more time together and we'll close in prayer. So we're in, uh, we're in uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Let's read them together. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Lord, thank you for this.